0: To help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And remember remember to to think think outside. outside. Another confession. We've never watched Lost. Now, we're tired of hearing
1: about it, so we're finally watching the hit TV show for the first time.
0: Come along with us to the
1: island. And please stay close by, because we're, we're so, so lost. We need to make our own kind of music. We're also re-watching the classic ABC TV series, Lost. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie Simone, And we are coming back to you with the season premiere of season two. Woo! After our big spoiler party with Michael Lucero, last week's episode, episode 25, I believe we're back talking about actual episodes of lost instead of speculating about them mm-hmm. which is great how, how, how are you doing tonight Anne-Marie? i'm
0: doing good how are you bill great
1: great and speaking of night uh well normally it would be 8:30 p.m est on tuesday nights but it's 9 p.m because i had a, a work thing it was a work thing but uh, we do have some chatters with us we have a uh, derby kid and uh em lucero and stephanie who left us for some but reason henry
0: is there henry gale henry Welcome gale
1: excellent very, very good, and uh, sorry we lost you, Stephanie, but we're so lost, so we're I mean...
0: so lost.
1: It happens, but you know, this was a pretty big episode, but before we get started... We should probably go ahead and mention our spoiler policy. So, Anne-Marie, why don't you fill them in?
0: Okay. Now, while our last episode was a spoiler party, we do have a spoiler policy. Basically, since anything and everything is out there about Lost, we don't want to know about it. If we are speculating on something and it's, like, really, really on target or really, really far, you can sort of hint at that, but don't be like, y'all are wrong. Not a chance. Or... Hey, that happens next episode in the opening scene. N- t- too much. Too yeah.
1: Much. For example, you can say Desmond looks like he needs a shower, but you can't say Desmond has a shower.
0: Right. For example. Right, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Just a little example there, and yeah, it's just to keep this whole weird experiment going because, and I mentioned this at the end of the spoiler party last week, but as of now, because if you didn't know, I had uh, I had seen the first season of Lost right nice. around the time it first aired, but I forgot most. Most of it, uh, so I, I remember just a couple little touch tones. But we're now in uncharted territory where the experiment's going to get really that. interesting because I don't even have any sort of subconscious memories going on of what's any explanation so i think it's going to be really good uh this season's going to really prove out this podcast this is going to
0: be crazy yeah
1: okay so we should get started talking about the episode obviously but before that amory why don't you hit them up with the rhyming episode summary
0: okay the hatch is revealed as some dude's slick man cave there's running water so desmond can shave back in the past jack chooses the life of the dumb chick who'll become his wife they thought they were first turns out at least a no man no man's an island in Man of science, man of faith. Man of science, man of faith.
1: Anne Marie, what'd you think? It was really,
0: really, 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 really. really
1: did you good. enjoy it?
0: it? I did, you know, and I even liked Jack's flashbacks. So that's crazy because <laughs> not a fan.
1: Yeah, because I mean, on the spoiler <laughs> party, that was like one the thing that of I your was big like, I like yeah. never tell a flashback about Jack again.
0: Yeah, and then it was really good, and
1: then you liked it, and you cried.
0: I didn't cry. You might have cried. You cried.
1: I, I did cry. I definitely did cry. Okay. And, uh, as per usual over in the chat room, they're making all sorts of spoiler comments that we don't know are spoilers yet again with the milk something about milk and uh, who do you like better hemingway or uh do- something we can't and, uh, and i prefer some, some stephen, stephen king. king and
0: there's 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 smiley faces and things so i feel like yeah. it's like when you're in a room and you can tell they were talking about you
1: yeah there's like a bunch of inside jokes going on and you're not, no, in, on not in on any of it. them <laughs> So let's talk about uh, what we are in. <laughs> uh, we are in the club that has seen Man of Science, Man of Faith. So why don't we get started talking about that? Oh, okay. Okay, so first, and I, I think we both want to address this tonight. Uh, let's talk about the man in the hatch.
0: All right, the man in the hatch.
1: Okay, so there was sort of a, another coincidental connection here that we've seen, seen a lot of already in season one between two characters, uh, Jack and Desmond. Uh-huh. I, I have questions, obviously. We always have questions. First of all, I wonder, did they ever run into each other other than that one time at the stadium? Or do they have a bigger relationship? It seemed like such an inconsequential meeting. I mean, it was an important moment in Jack's life, but it was a quick meeting where... I think he'd remember him. Something was just kind of said, and then a whole bunch of other stuff happened to Jack in between now, then, and now. So it feels like, uh, you know, he might remember the conversation, but it doesn't seem like he'd remember him to see him. You, you know, uh, particularly since he looks so crazy down in the hatch compared to the first time they ran in into each other when they were just like, you know, running around stadiums for some reason. Is that actually a thing that people do? Yeah. OK.
0: Um. See, I completely disagree. OK. I completely disagree. Mostly because he was right. Yeah. Or it's just something. I, I, I'm still not convinced that it actually happened in like sciencey terms Mm. stop with the milk Um, uh
1: by the way the derby kid in the chat room says jack's flashback hair is the real star of this episode
0: jack's flashback hair was party of five hair that's Mm -hmm. what that was they (laughs) they took a picture from party of five and they recreated it Mm -hmm. um no i think that because when jack was so adamant that no sarah was paralyzed and desmond was like but what if you healed her what if you healed her in his crazy accent yeah And she was healed after he's like, you're paralyzed. And she's like, you're crazy. I can move my toes. (laughs) Um, I thought it was, I I think he would, I think it would stick with him. And it was the brother thing. It was, it was the brother. Brother. I was like, apparently it was like um, Hulk Hogan. I I did
1: like how they shot that whole scene down in the hatch though, when he had the gun on lock, because, you know, he just kept moving around and you couldn't quite see his face. Like us, the audience, because we had seen him in the previous scene or a couple scenes prior knew who he was
0: oh see i I feel like I only knew because I knew he was the one who was down there from our people. Oh yeah, yeah I gotcha. actually only knew because of that. <laughs> Okay. Um,
1: That's it. spoilers, people. Uh, they didn't
0: know. Yeah.
1: Another big question uh, with Desmond, though, is does he have some sort of disease? I, I, I mean, I have other ideas on on all of this, but not only d- did the hatch door have the quarantine sign, uh, but he also had to give himself re- regular injections. you remember, he gets interrupted mm-hmm. right after giving one. Yes. Uh, by the dynamite. Right. Uh, so I wonder if he actually does have some disease or if uh, if there might be other possibilities. I have another idea.
0: Uh, I have a different idea. Or do well. you think the
1: quarantine sign was to scare people away?
0: Well, the quarantine was on the inside.
1: It was on the inside. So maybe the island's quarantine. The island is the quarantine. So so uh, they're they're all diseased. He's, he's, and...
0: I, I actually think he was giving himself injections because he's living underground. Yeah. I think it was like, what Mm -hmm. is it, vitamin D that you get from the sun? Yeah. Which is relevant to milk! See? But it, it also it uh, also it
1: also seemed like uh you know in that last scene when he has the gun on lock and stuff yeah. he seemed very like kind of sweaty and like crazed and like you know almost did like he could be fever. Did you not see what was going on though? I know, but I'm just saying it seemed like almost like he had a fever or something going on because I mean he'd been lit, he was living in like this air conditioned pad and everything. Who said
0: like, it was air conditioned?
1: I, I did. You see the air
0: conditioned There was
1: an artificial sun outside the window. There was an
0: artificial <laughs> sun. I liked that. Um, and that's how they trick you in the beginning. But no, re- but I don't know if he was actually sick though, because the dude did was excuse me, he was riding the bike, he's doing the pull-ups, he's doing mm-hmm. the sit-ups with his really modern washing machine in the background.
1: <laughs> we, which I have a little bit about later. But uh, okay, but really, I, I guess it all comes down to what is is his deal? What is his deal?
0: Which takes us to my point which is literally in all caps in derby kid style what is desmond's deal (laughs) i don't understand so okay here comes the list of amory questions (laughs) hopefully we can answer something uh was he actually training for a race around the world or was he preparing for whatever led him to living under 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 inside the island um like option c option c
1: he was there to talk to jack about the thing you talked to him
0: about. point b (laughs) was he stalking jack maybe he's he was trying to find the right people to be brought to the island. Was Jack somehow handpicked to be on the island all those years ago? Very interesting. See?
1: Very interesting. And
0: and how would that one little interaction, this sort of goes with your point of, is that the only time they, they mm-hmm. met? Um, I could see it actually go either way. Yeah, I could see that was their only interaction, and it was just enough for Desmond to know that, that guy, he must be on this de- destined to play. Which, yes, by the way, over
1: in the chat room, the Derby Kid has responded, what is Desmond's deal? <laughs> exactly. All in caps.
0: She literally down to the question mark and the exclamation being in the correct order. Mm. Sharing a brain today. <laughs> um,
1: I will also say really quickly in the chat, uh, Michael Lucero says, random trivia that's not relevant in any way. The word quarantine means 40 days. And then the Derby k- kid says, why 40 days?
0: And then we get no answer.
1: Yeah. Which is good. M- probably. Michael.
0: Um, okay. So, or if he saw Jack again, maybe mm. it was part of this, like, figuring it out, figuring out if he was worthy or necessary or met whatever qualifications or quantifiers were necessary to be crashed onto the island. Um, so there's that. How did he heal Sarah through Jack? This bothers me because I know mm. you, I think you think that Jack actually just did it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I have my own thoughts on this, which I'll bite my tongue on.
0: Oh, okay. Bite your tongue on that. I'm not going to. However, I feel like Desmond was already, already had the island energy, which is why I don't think he was actually training for a race. I think he was stalking Jack and (laughs) others. Um, so somehow island weird energy. I don't know. Did black smoke come out of his hand or something into Jack, which sort of led to the healing of the Sarah? Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, because that's something that could happen on the island, but not something that happens in reality. Yeah. Like if the doctor says, no, I'm sorry. I couldn't save you. You're paralyzed. You're probably mm. going to be paralyzed. If the doctor says there's still a chance, but it's not looking likely, then there's still the chance. Yeah. I don't know. So there's that. Uh, how much about what is going on above ground does Desmond know? Exactly. He didn't look surprised to see Jack, almost like he was expecting him. Again, leading me back to he was stalking Jack. Was I, he stalking I definitely, everyone?
1: um, Think. my theories too also. Kind of point to the fact that I, I think, yeah, Desmond has some knowledge of what's going on and is directing things. I, I just don't
0: know if he is was... he in control of the smoke monster. He and if so, why was he trying to bring Locke to him only to turn the gun on him now? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Can I, I'm going to bite my tongue ah you have more things okay uh let's see why does he have such an old computer and albums yet his washer and dryer look relatively new in fact they're newer than the ones i have upstairs Mm -hmm. so there's that um run like the devil's chasing you this is obviously a thing right
1: possibly well i think uh you used it
0: as our intro for the spoiler party which very much confused
1: me well that way michael lucero gave that to me Uh, he he gave us a couple options and i chose that one
0: got you got you so but it might
1: Be more of a thing It feels like it's a thing
0: Because I don't feel like He'd have suggested it If it wasn't a thing Mm -hmm. I don't understand it But I look forward to Probably hearing it again (laughs) At the end
1: yeah, but what is Desmond's deal? I guess we're gonna to have to watch episode two to find out a little bit more about that. But I, I want to switch gears here, and you kind of mentioned her a couple of times, but I want to talk about Jack's lame wife. Uh, so
0: stop calling her lame. Well, she, she walks.
1: She does walk, but she was okay. Jack's almost lame wife.
0: There
1: we go. Uh, okay, so the Sarah backstory I thought was very interesting in this episode. I, I it was it was cool to see it. We had heard a little bit about it, uh, but we we can see why Jack felt obligated to stick with Sarah in the wedding flashback last season. Mm -hmm. Her fiance abandoning her combined with the emotional moment they shared at the end when she was miraculously healed Mm -hmm. Uh, definitely, I think, formed an attachment slash attraction slash sense of duty in Jack. Since
0: she needed to dance at her wedding. Yeah, exactly. That's really what it was.
1: Exactly. And uh, by the end of the episode, Sarah's miraculous recovery seemed to give Jack a fair amount of faith. But obviously he's the man of science in this episode. Oh yeah. So what took took the faith away? I I mean, he wh- crashed on an island. <laughs> well, I, yeah, that'll probably do it. And I mean, obviously yeah. there was issues with his dad and the drinking and all that stuff. And I think you know the oh. the way the wedding ended probably is going to factor into it somehow, but. I, I think that's still a story left to be told, but I, I thought it was interesting that in a lot of ways in this episode, Jack was the man of science and the man of faith. Mm-hmm. Because when I heard the title of the episode, I thought, oh, it's Locke and, uh, Locke and Jack, you know, mm-hmm. man, man of science, man of faith. But I think it was talking. Both uh, halves of the title were talking about Jack. I mean, Locke is a man of faith. Very much But but it was kind of showing there was a man of faith, a man who was given faith by this miraculous healing, and then for some reason he's a man of science now. Uh, Okay, go ahead. Okay,
0: so over in the chat room, Michael points out, never considered this before now, which is quite surprising. But Sarah kind of shares a miracle with Locke in a way, as in they both walk again. Very true. Which surprises the derby kid because she didn't think of that either. Definite parallel there. And Michael goes on. It seems to have more significance the more I consider it. It's like Jack's being confronted by Locke years before he meets him again. He's being stalked by the island. (laughs) So maybe it's where Hurley is stalked by these numbers and knows that they're bad. Maybe Desmond is the numbers for Jack.
1: Mm -hmm. I I like that one Uh, The Derby Kid in the chat room says You can be a man of science and a man of faith Very true And Henry Gale says Funniest moment was when Hugo was explaining to Jack About winning the lottery And Jack thinks he's crazy Uh, And then, in quotes, your bedside manner sucks, dude. Yes, Uh, but then he went on
0: to like cheer up all of the people.
1: Which brings me to my next point, actually. Fantastic. I'd honestly prefer a doctor like Jack, who is blunt but honest, over somebody who would lie to me to spare my feelings and give me a sense of false hope. Like, I I, I was thinking about that. Uh, Like, I think I'd appreciate that more if I was in, say, Sarah's position. I, I, I did think, though. The, the decision to let the old man uh who was named Adam Rutherford uh die so Sarah could live uh I thought it was a little cold and calculating It was so
0: quick too
1: but something that kind of caught my ear in that scene because they they mentioned his name's Adam Ru- Adam Rutherford mm-hmm. isn't Shannon's last name Rutherford? <gasps> Could he be related to her? Perhaps he's the dead father whose money she was denied that we, we heard about last season, you know, because uh, it was said that her father died and then uh, her stepmother and Boone kind of cut her out of the family fortune. So maybe this is another one of those weird lost coincidences where, coincidences. where uh, oh. Jack inadvertently let Shannon's father die. Uh, so uh, just a little something I picked up on.
0: I have no words.
1: Anne-Marie's flabbergasted okay but uh as far as a miraculous uh as her as far as uh sarah's miraculous Ah, recovery uh, as far as sarah's miraculous recovery are we sure desmond was involved in the actual healing i i mean there are a couple of other options here maybe he's a psychic uh who can see the future not again or, or maybe he could even be a time traveler who knew she'd be okay maybe he's been to the future
0: he's already
1: been to the island yeah maybe he's he's already been to the future so he knew that she would be okay so he knew to tell jack that maybe maybe in the original timeline jack wasn't on the island and this is he so he went back to get him there i mean anything's possible at this point
0: Literally anything was possible.
1: And uh, But if he was part of healing her, uh, did Jack giving up her name draw her into Desmond's game? Maybe, maybe uh, Jack mentioning her name uh, kind of made Desmond aware of her and caused him to heal her to manipulate Jack. And perhaps maybe he takes away that gift in order to manipulate Jack towards the island. And maybe that's how the marriage breaks up. Oh my god. Maybe she's driving a car and he's like, you know, you're paralyzed again or something and she crashes, for example. I mean mm. It could be uh, definitely a lot of interesting things. Okay, there's a lot going on in the chat room. Why don't you go ahead and fill us in on what's been well, going on? Well, basically,
0: all nope, nope, too far. Um, Derby Kid, Michael, and Henry all are congratulate Bill on his catch on the Rutherfords Yes, <coughs> nice and family. Uh, jerry Kid says, don't mistake coincidence for fate. Henry's calling the dude a shapeshifter um and yeah they're just oh and henry the- gale
1: also says that he agrees with me about uh jack's bedside manner i prefer that glass half full type mentality i am like that in my life at least at, as at least you'd expect the worst and if anything it's better it, if, if it anything happens better, better happens it's a bonus right and uh then michael lucero oh, also no. mentions that desmond does have certain commonalities with rumple so from once upon to a to time
0: so he likes some meat um <gasps>
1: the other life thing. Yeah, it's very interesting. And yeah, I I think I think we I think we're I think we're, get, we're we'll close here. We are dancing on spoiler territory. So why don't we move on? Uh, you wanted okay. to talk about Kate and Locke, right?
0: Okay, so Kate and Locke. Is this Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh the connection of Kate and Locke. I think given the choice of following the man of science or the man of faith, Kate is choosing to follow Locke the man of faith in this. Um maybe because um Jack's not really getting her to many places and it's just causing more issues. It's not uh, doing the thing. Keep talking. Okay, I'm going to keep talking. So Kate seems just as excited as Locke about getting inside that hatch because as soon as they pop it open, uh she <laughs> really loud um she um jumps over there sitting like right next to lock like okay so what do you think's in there how do we get in there what do we do how far do you think it is i think it's 40 feet it sounded like a little puddle we, if we'd splash and, and she's mm-hmm. just as giddy as he is um i'm kind of surprised that he didn't t- ask her to come back with him when he went back mm-hmm. he just knew she'd follow because that's where she's at and her villainous life um little kid at christmas when they were talking and Locke asked her if she saw the black smoke pull him into the ground she admitted very scared to seeing it mm-hmm. like she had that look at her she's like uh-huh, yeah i saw yeah. it and i thought that was pretty neat because now they are the only two who have said anything about the smoke monster that we know is a smoke monster, that we're not supposed to know is a smoke monster. <laughs> well, now
1: we now we are, because we've seen we're, the we're, smoke.
0: We're, yeah, but the, the phrase, smoke monster, hasn't been thrown out there yet. Uh, la, la, la. As excited as Kate is about getting to the hatch, I don't think she wanted to go first. <laughs> I wouldn't either, Kate. I wouldn't either. But what, do you think that Locke was counting on her going first from the beginning, knowing that she would follow?
1: I, I have my own okay. thoughts on this. I, I, I'll bite my tongue again. Okay.
0: Uh, let's see. How does Locke know that Kate is okay at the end? Did he see Desmond? Did he see what Desmond did to her, if anything? And did Locke repel himself down the hatch with his torn up hands to find her? Because that just seems really, really off to me because his hands yeah. were like scabs. Mm-hmm. Not even scabbed yet.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we we don't see ever see him approach the hatch or go Nobody's towards the hatch or, or even like make a move to go after Kate. So, I mean, something else might have happened in between there. Maybe Desmond came out and got him. You know, I mean, that's a possibility, too. It is
0: a possibility. Or the smoke monster came out and got him.
1: Very true. Very true, too. Uh,
0: And and like I said, I have
1: my own thoughts on this. so I'm going to hold off for just a minute. But but we're going to take a quick break. Uh, To talk about a couple things, and we'll be back right back into the main discussion in just a second. First of all, and we we shared this on the spoiler party episode, but we love when you go and leave us iTunes reviews. Absolutely, it's a great way to let people know about the show. Uh, You know, when they're browsing around on the iTunes podcast uh, app and everything. They can they can you know pull up the podcast and they're like oh there's sixteen seventeen eighteen reviews that must mean a lot of people like it and if we if you do leave a review we promise to rev- read every review we receive on the podcast whether it's good or bad and we got one from Jill Mills you want to
0: take this one <clears throat> mm-hmm. falling back in love with Lost over the past summer I have gave in to Lost and binge watched all of it love it <laughs> after I heard Anne Marie and Bill had a podcast on the show I had to give it a listen because I was in denial lost was over their podcast is great I have ac- they have awesome chemistry thank you very much <laughs> um, are funny and really made me think things I never have listening to them talk about the show has actually made me go back and do a rewatch of it along with them for a different perspective recommending this to all of my lost friends because apparently everybody has lost friends Walt! Sorry, Every, everybody saw Walt.
1: everybody has losties
0: everybody's got a lostie
1: uh, but thank you very much Jill yes, uh, for you. for your review and uh, like I said, you know, go over to iTunes, leave a review. We'll read it on the show, and it will really help us outreach. Tell a friend. To reach people. Uh, another way you can help us out is uh, through Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a really quick and easy way that you can help support content creators whose content you love, like us. I uh, and. You know, it's a real simple thing. It's like a subscription service, kind of like NPR or something, where you you can donate anywhere from as little as a dollar a month to $2 a month, $3 a month, $4 a month, $6 Mm -hmm. a month, or the number I skipped, $5 a month, is probably the most important pledge you can give because it makes you a member of the $5 Star Patrons Club. It needs a theme song. $5 $5 Star Patrons Club! That we'll work not, on it. That is not good. We're workshopping. Mm-mm. Okay, but the, the the $5 Star Patrons Club, two benefits. Benefit number one, we read your name out on every episode of every podcast we do. That means uh, We're So Lost, Legends of Gotham, and Universe Box, the pop culture entertainment show. Uh, you know, we'll read your name out as a special thank you on every one of those episodes. Or... or- Number two. Oh, here we go. The second benefit. You get to spend a week locked in the hatch with Desmond. <laughs> and you can play uh, Galaga on his computer. It'll be great. Uh. Okay, the people who are going to be playing Galaga with Desmond this month are Becca Baca, Angel, Hollymack 79 Monica Jones, Other Anne-Marie, Sage of Earth, a.k.a. Patty, Harry Seidler, Timothy Peters, Robert Cadler, Hope Molinax, Jessica Gonzalez, Jacob Newman, and Casa Commotion.
0: Have fun in the hatch!
1: Definitely. Definitely. He's not creepy at all. No. I I will also say that another benefit you get for being a patron at any level Mm -hmm. is that you get—we publish these episodes every two weeks. When we're recording regularly, we record every week— But you get every episode minutes after we record it or maybe like an hour after we record it. So if you're really into the podcast, you just download the Patreon app on your phone. Mm -hmm. And you can stream it. Yeah, then you can pull it up and uh, check it out anytime you want. There's also, if you use another podcast... Catcher, catcher like a downcast or something there's an rss feed that you can plug right into your podcatcher mm-hmm. and get them to download automatically to your phone uh, just as soon as we release them if not you're gonna have to wait the two weeks or a month or you know however long it takes to get that episode pushed out there on a bi schedule exactly uh, but if you want to support us over on patreon go to patreon.com slash universe box and to remember, remember to, to think, think outside
0: outside, outside.
1: okay uh, did we miss anything good in the chat room while um... we were
0: talking um
1: Okay, Henry Gale says the opening song where we first see Desmond is very ancient, just like his computer, released in 1969. Although I, I, I would argue that the computer he was using uh, in the hatch was more the from 80s. the 80s. Although the big mainframe computer was probably more 60s ish.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, uh, but okay. So let's see here. Before we get back into the main discussion, we have a resident loss expert.
0: <gasps> we do have our resident
1: loss expert. We did feature him as a guest. Uh, on last week's episode during the spoiler party, Michael Lucero is here to give us sort of an insider's perspective of uh, season two, episode one, man of science, man of faith. So take it away, Michael.
2: Woo-hoo. Oh, and you don't believe in miracles, right? Well then I'm <laughs> going to give you some advice anyway. You just have to walk with it for a while. The podcast. It's more fun if you walk <laughs> while you listen. It's been nice chatting. See you in another life. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bill and Anne Marie, it's Michael. Hey. Uh, Hi. Okay. Now, how about that opening scene? Mm. Uh, even now, for me, I think that scene is so much to watch, uh, so much fun to watch, just because of how in your face it is. It's like the writers got flack, and undeservedly, really? in my opinion, since I think it was a great choice. Uh, but for ending season one, going down the oh, hatch uh-oh. and uh, and just ending there, and now they're like, "Okay, you want to see what's in the hatch? Here it is, without any preamble, pretext, or context whatsoever."
1: It's like a cliff. It's called a cliff painter, people. You know, a car was falling off the cliff at the end of this finale, and then the car fell off the cliff, but the hero survived at the beginning of this episode. Go ahead.
0: It actually reminds me of Once Upon a Time between seasons one and two, where magic came back to storybook at the end mm-hmm. of season one. Season two, we started with Neil, and we had literally no idea who he was. It was a completely different style and different music. So.
2: And I just love that. And that, to me, is a typical lost move. They do that for pretty much every season opener from now on, starting with the scene where you're kind of confused and filled with that strange feeling of, of not knowing where you are or what's going on or even if you're even watching the right show. And that, and then that pan up to Jack and Locke staring down, oh my god, such an iconic moment. Um, okay, so we finally get our first entrance into the hatch, so only a little <laughs> bit is revealed so far, but it's a tantalizing look. Uh, we see that painted mural, buckets of cement, the wall that seems magnetic. Um, and the computer. And I've, uh, I'm have i sure you all noticed that the Desmond uh, the numbers Desmond typed into that super retro computer were the numbers from Hurley's backstory.
1: I did. I uh,
2: that's some coincidence, <laughs> right? I wonder what all that means and what the computer is for and why is there a timer counting down from 108? What do you guys all think? I can't wait to hear Where's what the your timer? theories on that are. Uh Speaking of Desmond, this guy is one of my favorite Where characters. Where was the timer? Probably-
1: Yeah, that might have been a spoiler. Maybe? I kind of got the impression that it was on a sequence or something because it kind of activated again when Jack got down there.
0: Hmm, I didn't even notice. Where was it?
2: I I guess we'll have to rewatch. At least in my top five. I'm sure Anne-Marie recognizes the actor, Henry Ian Cusick, from The 100, uh, where he plays Kane. Uh, But who Desmond is, why he was in the hatch, and how he got to the island, all that's a really amazing story. One you will find out... Uh, fairly soon, I'd say, but not for a while sooner rather than later, but on the later side of that, uh, for now, I'll just say that Desmond's (laughs) significance radiates outward from this one scene into almost every major story arc in the show. Uh, so just a couple of other observations. I'm not sure if you noticed this since it was only really said fast and not really dwelt on, but the other person who was injured in the accident that put Sarah and Jack's hospital, was adam rutherford who Ooh. you might guess from his last name is shannon's father called it uh, yet another pre-existing connection between these people who had never met each other before Flight 815. Mm-hmm. And in this case, in choosing to save Sarah instead of Adam Rutherford, Jack literally made a choice that had life-altering consequences for Shannon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do you think about that brief appearance of uh, water-soaked Walt with his backwards recorded whispers? Was oh. that really him? The last we saw him, he was with the others on their boat. So do you think he escaped, or is that some kind of, kind of uh, psychic projection? Maybe
1: I can forward mask stuff. I, I need to record that and play it backwards so we can hear what he said forwards. <laughs> Be part of his
2: special abilities. Uh, what do you all think? Um, and finally, I think it's worth... Commenting on the title of this episode. Obviously, it's a callback to a key bit of dialogue between Jack and Locke from last season's finale, in which Locke uh, calls Jack a man of science and himself a man of faith. Mm-hmm. But it's not entirely that simple. The writers have said in, uh, I think, their uh, episode commentary on the DVDs that the title uh, refers not just to Jack versus Locke, but also just to Jack himself. Called it. Jack is both a man of science and a man <laughs> of faith. Uh, but he's an, incredibly uncomfortable with anything that seems out of the realm of science to the point of denial. And I think that's the point of this episode, that there is conflict in Jack, that there is a man of faith somewhere in there, even if it's only 1% of him. And the writers seem to be suggesting that there's room for both science and faith in the way one sees the world. And I think that's absolutely true. But how that plays out in Jack's personal journey is something you'll have to wait uh for to see so all in all i'd give this episode 108 out of 120 vinyls on desmond's record shelf as always thank you namaste and good luck
1: namaste, namaste. and uh apparently according to the spoiler party we will find out what the namaste thing is uh sooner, sooner rather, rather than, than later. later also michael lucero michael Lucer in the chat room says bill is killing it today anticipating my commentary he really thank is thank you
0: it's 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 a gift that's he why knows, some people call me to-
1: nostradamus
0: and by somebody, we mean nobody.
1: A member of the $5 Star Patrons Club, actually. Uh, which one? Robert Cattler. Cattler! Uh, okay. So uh, uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about, I mean, I'm going to call it the rope to hope. Okay. So I love how at the end of the finale, Kate had sworn allegiance to Jack. Mm-hmm. Then, got, then after a mystical talk that you mentioned earlier with John Locke, completely turned herself around and got on team lock. Mm-hmm. I, 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 although the one thing that was weird about that whole rope scene to me mm-hmm. was couldn't they have tested their rope system with a rock or something for, first before lowering a person down there. Mm-hmm. Also, how did Desmond pull the cord down so fast that it was, you know, slicing Locke's hands and everything mm-hmm. got me thinking uh, back to the syringes and stuff. Uh, you know, maybe he has superhuman strength like Ethan did. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, you know, they're connected somehow. And maybe it's possible okay. that that's what the the injections were for. Maybe that's so. What they're
0: I, steroids.
1: They're steroids or some sort of uh, some sort of you know strength enhancing concoction. I and I,
0: I think that's a. It's com- giving them superpowers.
1: Yes, yes. I think I think uh, hmm. all the castaways are going to become the new X Men. <laughs> The newer X-Men. Newer than the new X-Men. And uh, over in the chat room, they're saying uh, Henry Gale says he's the Desmond of the podcast. Then Michael Lucero says more like the DF of the podcast. Uh, And then uh, I says he doesn't want to give the full name. And the Derby Kid obviously knows what he means. They keep teasing us. We just have to blast. It's
0: dangerous when they're both in there.
1: I know. We just have to blast through all the episodes in the next week and record... 500 more podcasts in the next week, and uh, then they won't spoil us.
0: I have too much work to do.
1: Okay, but I, I did think it was interesting also that Lot continues to make dangerous decisions to accomplish his goals. Uh, putting uh, everybody who agrees with him uh, or, or who agrees to help him at mm-hmm. risk. He's a leader, but in a lot of ways, he's a dangerous one. He's kind of like, mm-hmm. if you remember from Doctor Who, uh, mm-hmm. the it was a season, of, I think it was uh, The End of Earth, or David Tennant's big Dalek Mm -hmm. three-parter, where uh, the Dalek commander kind of accuses the Doctor of putting his companions in harm's way and turning them into weapons Mm -hmm. uh, and putting their safety at peril. I kind of think that's what Locke is doing in a lot of ways, because, I mean, first there was Boone. Now there's Kate, uh, Walt, uh, to some degree. Right. Uh, You know, so I'm wondering, though, how is Shannon going to react when she finds out her brother died in the name of this hatch? I, I mean, I guess it depends on how it all actually shakes out and what's actually down there and if it helps the castaways. But I, I don't think she's going to have a great reaction to that no. after her pretty awful reaction to just thinking, oh, it was an accident. He died. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, after facing the reality of what was in the hatch, I'm wondering if Locke will remain a man of faith. Will he still have this faith in the island and the purpose of the island and, you know, everything's leading towards something? After seeing this cold, dark, harsh reality with a guy with a gun in his temple You know, threatening his friends and everything. Or or I kind of think if we're ever going to get it, this is definitely a a possibility where Locke will either remain as he is or come around to Jack's sort of cynical realism.
0: I think he will remain as he is for one major reason. Why is that? The island made him walk again.
1: Very true. Very true.
0: You really can't beat that.
1: Plus Smoke Monster. Plus
0: Uh, Smoke Monster.
1: Although uh, I and I'm not sure if it was re- in reference to this, but Michael Lucero wonders too. Uh, so it, I, I'm, ah. I'm feeling I'm feeling like that might be sort of a conflict within Locke. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. in a couple mm-hmm. se- episodes going forward. Anything else fun from the chat
0: room here? Um, they are referencing w- uh, not once notebooks, uh, lost notebook. We have those. Yes, this we is do. Where we take our notes. Yeah, I apparently after, we're both writing in red pen right now a lot.
1: After season one, I'm about halfway through my notebook. So
0: I'm on my second notebook but i write a lot more
1: (laughs) yeah plus you write double spaced i don't write double spaced. Well,
0: because i can't read it if i don't yeah uh, i'll show
1: you a sample of my
0: notes i also indicate when it is like i section out my flashbacks Mm-hmm. And mark them so that I don't get confused because I'm special sometimes,
1: yeah, and Henry Gale in the chat room says that Locke has a debt to the island, yeah I, he does
0: he's mm-hmm. he's walking like I'm sorry, you owe whoever or whatever let you walk again, <laughs> yeah. sorry.
1: Okay, so you wanted, uh, you know, I mentioned Shannon. You, mentioned you wanted Shannon. to talk a little bit about uh, Shannon and her doggy pal.
0: Oh, Shannon and Vincent. Okay, so where did Vincent go? Because when we see him, he's just like sitting there chilling. Like, he couldn't have been very far because they had just walked like three steps and they found him. Um, but was he? he lured there by the others or did he just pick up walt's sentence or sense him or something
1: yeah i'd assume he was sort of away? attracted by walt
0: i think he was attracted by the waltz but that also is confusing because like so as soon as saeed like takes two steps towards him he takes off mm-hmm. leading saeed to follow and leaving shannon there to fall and crying in the dirt and, but was he leading Saeed away from Walt so that only Shannon would see him? Because as soon as Saeed starts to come back, the, the Waltz, the dripping, wet, talking, funny Waltz disappears. And That's how does Saeed not hear the others? Because, I mean, they were relatively clear in this one. Yeah, the, the whispers. Well,
1: maybe they—the only people who can hear them are the ones who need to hear them, or at that time. Okay. You, you know, I, I'm saying maybe it's—it's it's all just a matter of perspective and who needs to hear them. It,
0: okay, so who else heard them so far?
1: I uh, well, Said has. Uh, yeah,
0: Saeed, Um, I think Charlie maybe. Said probably Charlie. Uh, uh Locke. I'm sure Locke. Um, Maybe was, Jack too. I don't think Jack. Not Jack. I don't think it was Jack. Did Jin? Um, I can't remember. There was that one time when he was chasing people. I, I feel know. so lost. So there's, okay. Dogs know things. Dogs are very good at picking up paranormal activity. All right, I'll, yeah.
1: Plus, uh, not to mention the fact that we kind of got the implication last season and a couple of the flashbacks that Walt might have some effect over Lotus. animals. You know, birds flying into windows, polar bears showing up, all that polar kind of bear. stuff
0: um that 's very true, so i don 't know that that was the the thing and and was Walt real or one of the tricks of the island? Again, sort of goes mm-hmm. along with the fact that Walt has powers. Well, I was gonna say if he was, re- and the island has powers, and did he get away? Is he, he projecting w- himself?
1: Mm-hmm. If he was real, I kind of get the impression that maybe he might have been drowned by those pirates. Because I mean, he literally he was the only one on the raft who did not go in the water, and he shows up like all waterlogged and out water and everything. Like, so maybe maybe they took him to drown him or something. <laughs> but
0: why? I know. I want to know. So many questions. And no answers. Rem- Said and S- oh, Sawyer, that's right. Remember, Sawyer heard whispers when he was chasing the boar. Yeah, he did. Very true. Yeah.
1: Very true. Okay, so, you know, the biggest thing that happened in this episode is we went down the hatch. Ooh. And I wanted to talk just a, about a couple things, mainly pieces of technology we found there. Okay. So, after many, many months, a theory is finally confirmed. Uh, the reason compasses weren't working on the island was because of a gigantic electromagnet. Inside the hatch. Mm -hmm. I just like to say, I went back and I checked my notes for our episode on the episode Hearts and Minds, Mm -hmm. completely called it, even down to saying that the magnet was down in the hatch.
0: Oh, so uh, this doesn't surprise me because he's really good at calling. Him. <laughs> like, really good.
1: I also thought, and you kind of uh, mentioned this jokingly earlier, but I thought it was interesting that Desmond's living area had super modern appliances and amenities, including su- the sun lamps mm-hmm. uh, outside the windows. windows. Uh, it, the uh, the tunnel leading to the living area, I, as well as the computer system, uh, seemed sort of older and decrepit in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So it it just leaves me wondering how long has Desmond had his apartment down there? Right. And was it an add-on to an already existing compound? Like maybe, I don't know, maybe there was like some sort of military thing going on there. And he was like, hey. I want a condo right next to it.
0: I feel like that is not the answer. Like the A, I just want a condo. Um, I feel (laughs) like he's assigned there. Yeah. I really want to hear my theories about the hatch.
1: Okay. See, see, I think I'm I'm asking a lot of questions about the hatch, Michael Lucero, because he says, I really, really want to hear Bill's theories about the hatch. Mm I am asking a lot of questions. I have a feeling, based on what you told us in the spoiler party, maybe after three episodes, I I might have a more unified theory of the hatch. Also, Amanda says, my loss notebook would be just big scratches over everything i'd written in frustration
0: yes basically there's lots We're, of scratches
1: definitely definitely and
0: arrows and okay doodles.
1: uh so amory why don't you wrap us up here
0: okay so this is really the first time that we see the castaways get really show panic since they first crashed on the island or at least mm-hmm. it, it felt like like it was an angry mob situation happening oh jerome um so they have threatened they've been threatened before like with ethan and you know crawling out of the water to kill steve Uh i think um and they never seemed quite so disturbed as they are now why did russo's warning seem to hit them all so hard this time also does charlie believe that she is really nuts or is he telling himself that to get by because i think it's the latter
1: Well, I think he doesn't want to believe
0: it. I don't think he wants to believe it because he knows that there's other people on this island. He's been captured by one. And there's no way that Ethan Mm. was operating alone. Literally, there's no way.
1: Mm. But I I think uh, the castaways' reaction in this episode is mainly due to the fact that they're having so many crises hitting them from so many different points. Rousseau shows up. The others are coming. Oh, wait. Rousseau stole the baby. Oh, wait. We're sending off uh, three of our most beloved castaways. Cast members, castaways the click uh, off off on a raft. Uh, oh, all the other leaders are gone, getting dynamite for some weird plan. That they won't tell us everything about, right? Uh, y- you know, and there's just so much going on mm-hmm. right now, all at the same time that I—they're just boiling over. Right. And I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens once daylight hits again.
0: I know because it's got to be soon, yeah. Especially when um, Locke, Kate, and Jack aren't back. Mm -hmm. Hurley's going to be like, they went in the hatch. He knows they're in the hatch. He already knows the numbers are bad. He knows the hatch is bad. I guess at this point, Saeed and Hurley have to step it up Mm -hmm. and be the dudes because Charlie's kind of going a little nuts right
1: now. Yeah, a little bit.
0: But Mother Mary's going to take care of it. I
1: I did think it was interesting that uh, Jack gave that big uh, motivational speech like, as long as we're together, we'll survive. I'm gone. Later dudes. Uh Hi. so like it's like come on man listen to your own uh, listen to your own uh, speeches. Okay, uh over in the chat room uh, Jerome from our Gotham show who's shown up and he's laughing and he says I'm lost, I'm very lost. It's very
0: true. Uh,
1: Henry Gale asked, "Do you think that people come back to the Hatch to bring him supplies regularly?" What do you think, Emery?
0: I mean, how much protein powder and nasty canned fruit could he have down there to Very make true. his protein shakes?
1: Well, I'd imagine based on sort of uh, the his timeline imagine- of the flashback, I mean, the most he could have been there would be a few years, right? right. So so maybe he didn't need supplies at that point, or maybe he does, and maybe we're going to get a big uh, shipment uh, from uh, – what's that uh, – that food company that supplies a bunch of food for Walmart. Cisco or something? Uh, not they Cisco. They supply it for
0: a lot of people. Not Cisco works.
1: S-Y-S-C-O, not C-I-S-C-O. Yeah. Which is a whole – they might supply the computers, actually, and the routers. Cisco
0: uh, and Cisco work together. Cisco and Sponsored. Cisco. No.
1: Sponsoring the island. Uh, and Mike Lucero says, I want to hear your theories at this point, though, because by, the time, by that time, you'll have enough info to make completely different theories. Oh. I don't know. I think – it's hard to say. Like, I literally have no yeah. idea
0: even how to theorize this at this mm-hmm. point.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of... Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I think I've said all I have to say on the issue until I have more information.
0: Which will happen in about an hour and a half.
1: Yeah, because uh, hey, as soon as we're done recording this episode, as is tradition, we're going to go watch the next episode. Absolutely. So that'll be fun. Okay, so we're going to uh, end with the arbitrary scale where I come up with a random number and thing from the episode. And uh, we decide... How we felt about the episode using this arbitrary scale. And arbitrary I'll put it in cha-
0: scale. I'll put it in
1: the chat room, too, so everyone out there can weigh in. Uh, Emery, out of 143 well-positioned mirrors, how many well-positioned mirrors do you give this episode?
0: 135 why because it was really really good obviously it left us with a bunch of questions which it Mm -hmm. should um we didn't get anything from the raft very true i really didn't realize until when we were talking i'm like we didn't check Mm -hmm. in on them at all yeah not even once they're like in the water they're still swimming man they are still swimming so um you know that kind of bothers me a little Mm. um I, I, the drippy Walt leaves me like going <laughs> what is going on so yeah I mean it, it was really good it was amazing uh, let's see some more
1: yeah as for me I and again you guys feel free to weigh in in the chat room too oh the Derby Kid did 141 well positioned mirrors mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna give it I think I'm going to give it a perfect. I think I'm going to give it 143 well-positioned mirrors and a gun. And a gun. gun Because I I don't know. I just don't think there was like a single weak scene in the episode or weak line. I think everything sort of worked together and built together thematically, plot-wise, character-wise, to to this wonderful conclusion Mm -hmm. uh, that just left me wanting to hit play on the next episode. But I can't because we're doing this podcast. Uh, Michael Lucero says he gives a... 130 mirrors and a few shards that that low only because the jack flashback wasn't great except for desmond Mm -hmm. and henry gale gives it 140 well-positioned mirrors because he thinks it's set up perfectly for future seasons excellent so it's peppered 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 with stuff for future seasons so I great stuff great stuff love talking about it now we want to hear what you think Uh, Mm -hmm. as always you can send us uh, your reactions to individual episodes of Lost.
0: Please make sure and label your feedback.
1: Yeah, label it with the episode number or the episode title so we don't read it before we've seen the episode because yes, that please. ruins this whole experiment. Or you can let us know what you think about our thoughts yes! about the episodes we've reviewed. Uh, you can email us, We're So Lost Podcast at gmail.com. Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash We're So Lost. Oh, that's right, yeah. The Twitter is at We're So Lost. And the voicemail number is Again, that's 424-274-2352 I do like this comment from Amanda about whether Desmond's getting supplies shipped to him, she says, obviously he's getting Domino's delivered daily. Duh. It's just like me in college. Well, they're always running a special, they're you know, really s- two 1699, uh, medium, two topping pizzas. You know, it, who can beat that?
0: <gasps> That's what the code does. That's what execute does. It orders his daily. Dominoes. <laughs> execute Domino's. Execute Domino's. Yes.
1: I love it. Okay. I, and Ashley, uh, left a, a comment over on our Facebook that we've truncated and included here. I love the spoiler part. Party, uh, some great points made Desmond is such a great character uh one of my favorites and also because I'm from the UK too I can appreciate his backstory more it's very well done uh Michael Emerson's character is amazing he is such a great actor very dark and creepy but also with nice humor uh the first scene of season two blew my mind not to mention seeing that this is the first time I think we see two characters who happen to be strangers meeting prior to the island. Uh, what a coincidence! What a Uh What are the odds of that happening? Uh, which also fueled my theory about this being a massive science slash reality experiment that was set up. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but maybe this is uh, what the show producers wanted me to think. Uh, they are leading me down a path. Who knows? Uh, ha, ha, ha. And I think Ashley's seen the show, so I'm- she
0: has. She has. We also you also cut a few paragraphs out of it because they were a little more yeah spoil-y. I kind of
1: I just glanced over there when I was like this ah, might be too spoiler we
0: don't know that yet
1: yeah. Okay, uh, goes on, I all I agree Kate and Jack are uh, too forced, pushed together yes. by the show writers, that it almost seems unnatural. Mm-hmm. Kate is meant to be with Sawyer, and Jack is much more suited uh, to my favorite character, but sadly we won't see her until next <laughs> season. But something to look forward to, smiley face. I actually like Jack and his story, maybe because I can relate to the, his parent issues and the feeling of not wanting to let things go. Mm. And lastly, if you're thinking the end of season one was was explosive i think season two two's ending uh, left me even more jaw drop so just keep watching and enjoy excellent we will thank you ashley absolutely
0: thank you ashley
1: and as always we want to hear what you guys think we're so lost podcast at gmail.com facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash we're so lost mm-hmm. the twitter is at we're so lost and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352 Again that's 424274 a 23 uh and we'd love to thank our chatters over here yes. tuesday nights 8 30 p.m est who are debating dominoes over in the chat room yes we definitely appreciate it so
0: thank you amanda henry michael and the derby Kid.
1: definitely and oh don't forget jerome well oh, i think jerome, jerome left. left but thank you very much for showing up for a little bit jerome sure. i which uh, he normally shows up during our normal tuesday night podcast
0: actually around that time too, legends so. of gotham
1: so thank <laughs> you for, time. thank you for hopping in Okay, so Anne-Marie, where can people find you online?
0: You can find me on Twitter at amdsimone.
1: As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com, including the new Universe Box, which is an entertainment news show, uh, which we record, incidentally, Thursdays, 8.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. EST. Uh, So please join us in the chat. We'd love to have you there as well. Yes, please. Every week talking pop culture news. And uh, you know what? Anne-Marie, it's been so long since we've done a regular episode. I really, I, I just can't remember how we end these. I'm just, oh, do you, are you feeling this too? Yeah. I, 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 I think we have to say that we're so, so lost. lost. Touch stuff and properly do the thing. Okay, at least I'm there. Mm-hmm. The Derby Kid. Okay, Derby close Derby. enough.